Hey there, and welcome to And Now for Something Completely Machinima, the podcast about machinima, virtual production, and other related technologies. And this episode, we are looking at, this is the going to be the third instance in a row, I think, where it's a uh, machinima related to a game that we have not seen on this show very often. Um, so uh, this is a Minecraft-related animation, and uh, Tracy, why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, stop. I'm not going to make the dumb move again. <laughs> My name is Phil. And with <laughs> me is Ricky, Tracy, and Damien. This is Thank a show, you, Phil. And we are professionals. We are professional. Oh, well done. <laughs> right, well Tracy, done. Well done. I look forward to seeing what I missed with this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, yeah. So uh, this week, um, With a Storm War by Squared media um, which was released on the 6th of may i'm just going to top this by giving you a little bit of background because you may know these guys um squared media which is formerly known as black plasma studios um they are an online team of uh, minecraft creators originally they produced halo machinima under the name i think of arbiter 617 um and they created the rise of the spartans machinima um and were originally launched, I think, in about 2008. Now, eventually, these guys switched solely to animating Minecraft, and the studio made this um, series that they're quite well known for called uh, Songs of War, which actually, super ironically, was cancelled in June 2020 after only one season, um, um, seemingly because a couple of the guys have, have left. They use Blender to animate the films, and I think that's quite important because we'll we'll probably comment on the quality of this work, um, but it's Blender that they've used to animate it, even though it's Minecraft-based. And they also make bloopers for all their animations. Now, Square Media, they, they, they have over 10 million subscribers and are actually one of the uh, most subscribed Mi Minecraft animation channels on YouTube. Um, but its brand has been seriously da um, damaged recently by one of its uh, former directors, um, who apparently is now the subject of a federal investigation following a community expose, all of which led to a change of directorship uh, and a change of name. Uh, and, and this film being the result of that complete change after they kicked this guy out. So um, in spite of these difficulties, the channel, I think, is it's quite interesting because it's still hitting really high views. Um, uh, and this, as I said, it's the most uh, recent film. Now, when I picked it a couple of weeks ago, it uh, was at a view count of, of 1.7 million. Uh, and, as we're, yeah, and as we're recording, some three weeks after I first spotted it, it's at um, 2.1 million views. Um, that said, its pre-expose uh, December film um, was 17 million by comparison. So I think whatever's gone on, the brand has been massively damaged by some of the uh, the behaviour. Anyway, it's made using Minecraft story mode. And, and bef before I talk about the film, um, there is just one quick thing that I'll mention for those not into Minecraft story mode. Um, it's an ep episodic video game series developed by Telltale Games in collaboration with Mojang Studios. The game consists of a series of 13 episodes, um, which were released periodically. It centers around um, a particular 
character named Jesse who allies with something called the Order of the Stone to attempt to save their Minecraft world. But in 2019, um, it as a game was no longer supported following the closure of Telltale Games. And the game itself was discontinued on the 25th of June, 2019. So this, this exists long after the game, so to speak. There's also something else which is worth noting because if you don't know the lore of this particular game, you're probably not gonna make a lot of sense of this story. Uh, it's about the Wither Storm, and that, this is a kind of um, a destructive version of the Wither character in the, the Minecraft story mode. It, it basically works by sucking blocks and mobs to make it bigger and stronger, and eventually becomes this kind of giant tentacle monster with multiple heads that can kind of fire this tractor beam, and, and it attacks... Um, by by shooting these these blocks uh, and then you know creating these kind of massive explosions. Um, so much of what you see in here is actually gameplay. Um, so the film, as I said, never uh, it's called Witherstorm War. Was released on sixth of May, and it's basically described as a cinematic boss attack on a kingdom where the prince must fight for his realm and his people. And what I was really impressed with in this, I have to say, is the sound design. Um, with the start being set to music called um, The Beginning of an Era by Bonnie Grace, and Gracie wanted to know that because, unfortunately, uh, the one thing you don't get any sense of is um, who uh, who the music should be credited to because it's not on the video description or any of the YouTube channel um, content. Um, now, obviously, what we're dealing with here um, is just simple blocks, but it's the detail, I think, in these blocks that's pretty astonishing hence me mentioning Blender, um, you could immediately get a sense of uh, danger and threat and fear from these kind of, uh, you know, Lego-like characters. Um, they, you know, it's quite simply, they, they it's achieved through their movement, their eye positions, their mouth positions. Um, it kind of had this feeling of a, a little bit of Game of Thrones against the odds, you know, our, our hero must release his army and and overpower this kind of opposing faction you might actually think is his brother um and basically use the the uh, the, the the power of what were they the, this sort of magic armor and these pet dragons in order to defend the people and kill this kind of monster which grows to this astronomical proportions um in this um story uh so uh yeah, I mean, there's not a single word spoken throughout the 11 minutes of the film. It's, it, you know, it's told entirely with soundscape. Um, you know, you can clearly see that there's ray tracing um, that's adding a certain level of depth to these otherwise blocky kind of visuals. But I actually chose it because of the high quality production values, um, uh, because I, th I think it's steeped in the game lore that it, it, it kind of represents. Um, I, you know, I, I think quite frankly, it's no wonder these guys are at the, at the, at the top of their game. Um, and on top of that, if you actually want to see something quite funny, they have created this bloom, bloopers reel, um, which is actually pretty funny. Um, and that was released uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So it's kind of smushy fun without kind of any obscenity. Um, as I said, I think the only thing I would have liked to have seen is better credits for the sound design and the music that's been used because none of the, the work of others have been credited in this at all. Uh, and it's a pity because the creators um, 
have such a big following, one would really expect them to take better leadership in ensuring that the community of creators is also respected. So that's my take on it. What would you guys say? I'm glad you explained the law of the world, because when I played Minecraft, that creature did not exist. So I wasn't sure if it's something they made up um, or if it's something that later. So that, that makes a lot of sense. I do like the way that Minecraft, you know, as you said, it's all blocks. And individually, the blocks mean nothing, but you can create all these kind of fantastic things um, if you've got the right imagination for it. And as you said, there's no dialogue in this film. But still, I found it really easy to follow the story without that. And it's, I think we discussed that previously on other videos where there's been no dialogue, but it takes a great amount of skill to tell a story without any character helping to, you know, ex- explain the story or what's going on, to communicate that to the audience. You're just doing it visually. And I think they did it really well, especially in a game where it's blocks. So you don't necessarily have the same kind of detail as you would in some of the other films we've got this month where you've got all the facial animation and you can do all kinds of complex things with the characters when they're, when they're just really blocky characters it's a lot harder but they still manage to do it uh really well and yeah i was just really impressed by the amount of work that went into this ricky um i liked it i thought it was a wonderful fun film i think uh it's pretty easy to see why these guys are so popular um, because they make the, the film is very well crafted. Um, it's, it's pretty to look at, uh, which is, I don't, didn't think I'd ever be able to say that about a Minecraft uh, machinima, but it was very attractive. It was clearly, you could understand everything clearly. I, I enjoyed it very much to watch it, but I do have some quibbles. One is, is their choice not to have dialogue by and i can understand production wise it's much easier because you don't have to produce any of that there's no acting there's no uh, doing it and they told the story very well without it which is not an easy thing to do Uh, however when you choose not to have dialogue what happens is is that the film becomes all action you don't get us and there's no depth because then you don't have any sense of character differentiation you don't have a sense of who the character is. So they solved the problem, production problem, but they made their film kind of surfacy. And then if you attach that to the cliche of the plot, and I say cliche in a positive sense, you know, most of what we watch in popular cultures are cliches and reworkings of the same story. So I'm not denigrating any of that at all and that's part of the appeal the million people watching it they can easily understand it but if you add no depth to a cliche plot um it becomes all spectacle and the spectacle in this case was great you could really enjoy it and it was a lot of fun but i missed it especially compared to our last peak pick last week of cyberpunk don't fall down that sense of feeling about the characters and everything uh, Don't Fall Down was uh, a film that didn't quite have the same craft that this one does. But in a way, I enjoyed that more because it produced a feeling in me. This was just an amusing little uh, um, pastry that was fun to watch and that was uh, enjoyable. But it's not something that I would go back to personally. Um, and that's my reaction to the film. Mm. 
interesting. So, yeah, I'm a, I am, I'm a champion for uh, silent film in a way. Uh, I think it's, it can be a smart decision because our audience now is potentially super or is uh, international, you know? So, ah. uh, so I think that as kind of a general purpose thing, one of the advantages of not putting dialogue in a specific language is that everyone's on the same playing field. I don't know if that was their intent here or if it was a uh, kind of more of a production shortcut, like Ricky talked about it. Honestly, it could be either way. Both decisions are understandable. Um, however, I, I found myself missing some dialogue here, like uh, really wanting it. Um, there, maybe because there were certain scenes in this film that traditionally there would be talking happening that the talking would be the action of that scene. You know, one guy comes and there's a group of others and he's, uh, you know, spurring them into some action or whatever. And to do that with just some very simple looks and nods and stuff, it's like, you're not going to say anything. You know, I, I found myself <laughs> craving it in that regard. So I think that, that uh, it, it, it kind of has, it, it taught me something about, when you're doing silent film, I think that that when silent film works well, it's because uh, you you don't have an awkward scene where somebody normally would talk and instead there's just somebody looking. You never have those scenes where someone would talk. It's it's all nonverbal and I don't know. I don't know how to pin it down, but I, I basically I, I felt like that even though this, if it weren't for the fact that this story was I mean, just a trope sandwich. I mean, it it just there's not a single thing in here that's not cliche is the 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 term that Ricky used. Yeah, it leans on that heavily, like that you would recognize these certain story tropes. And I don't use it as a condescending term either. Um, but if it weren't for that, um, or if they had wanted to tell a story that was more innovative that had some new or surprising element to it. I don't know that they could have pulled it off without that dialogue. So um, I don't know. I, <clears throat> they made great use of the animations of the characters to, you know, it, it wasn't that there was no nonverbal. There was, um, it was, it was well animated. Um, I, I'm, I did not realize watching this, that any of the footage was from, Minecraft story mode. I mean, it has the look of Minecraft story mode for sure. Um, but I wasn't aware that Minecraft story mode was actually a moddable game. I always assumed that it was basically like a choose your own adventure book type of thing um, that you would play through. Um, it was a pretty neat product. I, it was, I was sad to see it go away. The, the main character was voiced by Patton Oswalt. Um, they had some, some pretty decent uh, voice talent in there, including some people who were kind of superstars of Minecraft YouTube at the time. They they hired them to do to voice some of the characters in it. It was it was kind of a neat little cute story. And it was narrative driven, dialogue driven, very effectively told. 
So I guess I was maybe comparing that to this and, and seeing the look of Minecraft story mode, but then everybody's got tape over their mouths. It was confusing to me. Um, so I'm kind of, the scales are kind of tipping either way for me on, okay, smart, because if it was just in English, then, then Minecraft fans in India might have trouble or, you know, but at the same time, me as an English speaking guy, I just wanted to, I wanted, I, I think I craved some more deep interactions with these characters and yeah, there's, there's, there's clearly limits on what you can do there. Um, soundscape wise, I'm going to give them credit for something I've criticized a number of films we've looked at in the past, which is that there needs to be sound for that, you know, for particular motion or action or whatever. And it's just silent drives me crazy. This one, <laughs> you can't say that about anything in this movie. Everything had a sound. However, uh, they weren't always good sound picks or well-mixed sound picks. You know, sometimes they were a little bit too heavy for what, you know, footsteps in the grass or armor rustling. Yeah, you need to be able to hear it, but it shouldn't be like right in your face in the middle of the mix. Um, that's a real, that's a nitpick. I, I recognize that's a sound guy nitpick. Uh, I, I think overall, I'm glad that they put effort in to do the to 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 try and aim toward foley, a fully foley picture. That's good, but it has to be mixed properly, or else it's 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 kind of kind of clunky. So uh, sound mix. I'm again. I'm I'm back and forth. I don't know. I I wanted to like this. I didn't recognize the wither character either, Damien. And I played a lot of Minecraft. Um, it's been a while since I've been in there, but I played a lot. And I, maybe I didn't finish all of Minecraft story mode to see these this Wither Storm. I've seen the Wither. Um, but uh, I think that the story of the film doesn't rely too heavily on Minecraft lore. It does reference it, of course, and there's lots of little details there. The lightning striking the... Uh, the copper lightning rods and turning the copper all to a different color. That's an element within normal Minecraft that someone who hadn't played it wouldn't get, but you don't have to know that to, to appreciate the visual aspect of that use in the story. Little things like that were sprinkled throughout. So fan service stuff. And I appreciate that. So I don't know. I'm, I've got mixed feelings about this one. There's no denying the level of craft and experience going on here. This is a level of animation that I could not do. Uh, I fully recognize that. Like it's 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 a plus level stuff. Um, but as a as a film, there was some stuff that left me with some question marks. Really That's good great. comments. Yeah, really good. Great comments. analysis. Great analysis of it. I, I, I one additional short comment I want to make is that part of the problem of of uh, doing a silent film like that is that you need to have characters whose faces are at least capable of some expressiveness in minecraft you just don't have that you can have blunt expressions a change in sprites maybe for them to smile or grimace but you really don't have any range of expression so that limits your ability to be able to even if you had dialogue um, you'd have to shoot it in a way that didn't emphasize uh, close-ups or coverage. So I understand why they decided not to do that. And perhaps Minecraft 
is a game that just doesn't lend itself to having characters with depth. I'm not, I'm not sure somebody smart and creative could probably do it, but their way of emphasizing action and plot all the way through it is probably the smartest thing to do. And obviously a million plus views shows that it's effective. I think they did as good. I think you're right, Ricky. I think the limitation is the medium because I think they did the best they could with what, what they have. Um, you know, in terms of like, there was one scene in particular where they actually somehow emulated someone narrowing their eyes, mm. which is a really subtle micro expression on someone's face where their eyes just kind of narrow a bit. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a subtle thing and they did the best they could with that. And I, I saw that one scene and thought, Oh, that's cool. I've never seen that done. Um, but I know that with some of these Minecraft animation tools, it is possible, but I would have never thought to do that. It's pretty clever. But the fact is, when you compare that to the kinds of things that you can do with, let's say, a face in Character Creator 4, these these subtle little muscle movements and things like that that can really convey feeling, a complex array of feeling. Yeah, they can't do that here. So it's, it's a limited palette and... Uh, but I, th I think they did it okay with what they had, but it's, yeah, for a story like this, it would have been enhanced by that additional level of emotional engagement that I'm just not sure. I think you're right, Ricky. I, th I think maybe just those those characters, those, like Tracy said, Lego-esque characters, I'm not sure they can do that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's the challenge with it. Yeah, it's, it's, a tough, it's a tough one. And I think all your comments are really, really useful. Um, whether they take critique, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, at least well, what they'll do is add credits in future because I, yeah, I really think that's a big absolutely. No -no. Even <laughs> if they just yes. did it all in house with Creative Commons zero free sound stuff that doesn't require crediting, if that's mm -hmm. the case, right? Then it's a one line addition uh, to your credits yeah. to let people know that so that nobody has that question. Yeah. Same thing with the music. If it's in house, when I when I do a film, sometimes if it's in house music, I just don't bother mentioning it. Otherwise, it's you know story Phil, uh, directed by Phil, found <laughs> Phil, voice Phil. You know, so if they don't want to do that, well then just you, you, you have just lump it all onto one line. Produced by yeah by Phil yeah. <laughs> but since this does come across as that it's a team production, mm. it, it it at least implies that there's probably multiple people involved. Yeah, and it, you're right to notice yeah. that Tracy. Why wasn't that person mentioned? Um, mm. Hopefully, it's just a you know, just an innocent oversight. And yeah, it's something easy to fix. If their so. quality of the films remains the same as this one, I see them overcoming their uh, setbacks uh, because this is qu quite entertaining mm. and very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah. and it, it clearly is aiming at a very particular audience, I would think. Right. And right. landing, I suspect. Yeah, the, uh, yep. undoubtedly. Yeah. undoubtedly. Clearly there's years, I mean, this is years of expertise that that someone or someone's yeah have built up here uh it's 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 pretty impressive yeah uh, this we, this could uh, not have been done if, if anyone wonders this could not have been done in minecraft the actual game yeah physically impossible yeah. um so pretty I'd like neat to i'd like to see them take on a project with more depth like waiting for godot maybe in minecraft in minecraft Mm. I'm well, just kidding. 
All right. That's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, I'm uh, Phil, and this is Ricky, Tracy, and Damien. We are the Completely Machinima crew. Join us on our next episode for our next film. Which will be a doozy. It'll be a doozy. Bye. 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 Bye.